Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Not surprisingly, at 1235 in Edmonton, uh, a lot of you have a lot to say about Milan Lucic. And we're going to use this and transition into John Shannon from NHL Hockey on Rogers momentarily. Uh, Here we go. Chris in Calgary. Bob, trading Lucic at this time would be a grave mistake. This team has to stop selling low. I believe Milan Lucic will bounce back. Teams still need big physical players. Play uh, The playoffs were evident of that. That's my thoughts from Chris in Calgary. Uh, Clay from Red Deer. There's no way Milan can get back to that kind of player. Too slow. Today's game, if you didn't notice, is speed and skill. That will uh, get you a playoff spot and maybe a run. Problem Milan is he takes himself out of every play because of his lack of speed. Uh, this text comes in from Edmonton. Lucic has proven that there's no chemistry with either McDavid or Dreisaitl. All he's doing is taking up a top six spot and creating negative energy. Must be frustrating, uh, pretty frustrating being a teammate and watching him get fed top minutes on power play and five on five. That is a uh, uh, range of some perspectives out there on Milan Lucic. Uh, I would be very surprised if he doesn't have a substantially better season next year. That's my own interpretation. We welcome back to the show John Shannon from <laughs> NHL Hockey and Rogers. John, how are you? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, Elliot and Bob McKenzie have given us uh, quite a bit to uh, talk about uh, over the course of the last 24 hours, a piece that appeared in Elliot's 31 Thoughts on Milan Lucic. As you know, when we were in Buffalo, there was some discussion on that front as well. Um, what's your perspective on what uh, could, in theory, and I just played the clip uh, from the end of the season where Lucic specifically stated it was 90% mental for him. It was not a physical issue. Uh, give me your take on uh, where we're at with Milan Lucic right now. Well, if he comes back as an order, I, I totally agree with you. He's not going to have near as bad a season as he did last year. Um, you know, I, 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 I must I got to give Lucic a lot of credit. I think he's a lot smarter than, than people think, and I think he knows the game better than most people think uh, but he couldn't get out of his own way last year and that to me is uh, uh, somebody actually trying to do too much uh, so from that perspective I think if he you know trimmed down a little bit and tried to improve his foot speed then perhaps uh, perhaps we're we're going to see a, a better Milan Lucic for the Oilers uh, that said I mean if, if, if there's any way to me, it, it, a trade with Lucic, to me, this is very similar to an NBA trade. Uh, if there's money going in or going out, there has to be money coming back in. And then that becomes what's the liability of what's coming back in as well. 
and it's coming it's going it's coming in because you know the people on the other side are dissatisfied with what that player has been too. I, I think it's probably best best interest of the Oilers to sit on. I like Chris's comment about selling low. I think that selling low is a an interesting concept right now. But you know that this is a, a different time at a different place, and the salary cap just drives so much importance up for every team uh, that uh, Peter feels that it's important to get rid of salary in order to try to get other players signed or play in the free agent market. Then. We're joined by John Shannon from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Bob Stoffer with you. Oilers. Now, of course, we've not heard from Peter Shirelli, and we've not heard from Jerry Johansson or from Milan Lucic. So we don't know whether or not there's been a request made. We assume that, you know, Elliot's reported that he's been told that's not the case. Um, you know how these situ. I mean, I brought up, you spoke about basketball. I brought up uh, Kobe Bryant back in the summer of 04. That was the biggest story in sport in that year. During the summer, it was what was going to happen with the Lakers with Kobe and Shaquille. Who was going to win that battle? And at one point, Kobe Bryant looked like he was going to go to the Chicago Bulls, if I recall. Or the Clippers, that's right. Or the Clippers. Remember, he had, he, right? he had looked at uh, schools for his kids in, in Chicago and... Uh, of course, he stayed, and the Lakers recalibrated, and I think they won one, if not two more, uh, NBA championships with Kobe a few years later. So, And Milan is not Kobe Bryant, but the point is this does happen with organizations around the league. And all the time. All the, all the time. More than people possibly know, do you think? Yes, and we just never hear about it. Uh, and, you, you know, the, the, the issue that uh, Lucic is facing now is, A, he, he was so heavily publicized coming to Edmonton. He was supposed to be a difference maker coming to Edmonton, and he plays in one of the most intense media markets in the country. Uh, and in the league, in fact. I mean, I think that the amount of tension and pressure that goes on at Edmonton uh, is uh, is in the top six in the National Hockey League when it comes to that. So from that perspective, uh, I mean, if Milan Lucic you know, goes to Safeway the wrong way, we're going to hear about it. Yep. And you know, and he's got, and he, listen, he has to play better. You know, this, this contract will become, the, the, you know, a huge white elephant if he doesn't turn this around. Uh, and if, if that's the case, if he can turn it around, then all of a sudden, by the end of the contract, we're going to say that Milan Richie was a bargain. Now, that's a long way away, and he'll be a lot older, and it's, I'm not really even sure that, uh, that it's possible. Uh, but Lucic can turn things around and, and and has to understand that. But with a new power play, with uh, with a new power play coming and perhaps a better role and different minutes for Lucic, maybe he'll be more effective. Well, and he, you know what? He might be one of those guys that needs a lot of personal attention when you thought hey, this is an older, mature guy. He's not going to need a lot. Maybe, maybe he does. And again, he has had in fairness to him uh, he dealt with something a couple summer about three summers ago that you wouldn't wish upon your worst enemy. So he had a tra- traumatic family event that he had to go through. Um, again, we'll we'll see where this thing uh, plays out moving forward. Um, well, the, well, the other thing, Bob, is it it goes back to I, I think when Milan came to Edmonton, I think well, you know what, the money's good, the new arena's there, Connor's there. Gosh, life is good, and and it and then when things don't go perfect, the pressure intensifies. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I, I actually think that might take 
anybody who hasn't lived in the Edmonton market or understands the Edmonton market, I think that takes them aback. I think that that learning curve is pretty severe for someone even who played in Boston, who grew up in Vancouver, uh, that realizes that, hey, listen, you know, there are three important things in Edmonton right now, and the first two are the Oilers. Yeah. And I'm not even sure what the third thing is. Uh, so from that perspective, I think that that's that 90% mental part that Lucic was talking about. The level of, int- you know, it's funny. Uh, Montreal, Toronto, Edmonton, people go, well, Edmonton, Calgary. They're different. They're different, man. They're different cities. and oh, they're totally. not- you know that. I mean, I know what the numbers were in the playoffs last year, just in terms of on the radio side and the percentage of listenership, Northern Alberta versus Southern Alberta for the two teams in the first yeah. round of the playoffs. And the fact is that it it just it, the look at the blogosphere, look at the caliber, well, look at the caliber of the blogosphere. You don't even have well, to. Bob, l- Bob, I tell you what, what it goes to, Bob, is when you look at the breakdown of where the season ticket holders are. You know, living in Toronto, 70% of season ticket holders are corporate. Right. 30% are private citizens. You know, in Calgary, it's probably closer to 50-50. Right. 50 corporate, 50 private. In Edmonton, it's 70% people pulling money out of their own pocket. Private citizens, they feel they have a vested interest in this team. They do. 30% corporate. They do have a vested interest in this team. Absolutely. Right. And and, and you you would be wrong to even consider that they don't but that's where the passion comes from it's good hard spent dollars in and around edmonton by the fans that make this place a very challenging pressurized place to play the game yeah and so when it's going and and when you and by the way when you win it's unbelievable but they they haven't won and the fact is they were 17-17 and 2 at christmas they climbed back basically to a, a gary ba- a gary Bettman uh, 500 at christmas yeah we call that nhl 500 nhl 500 and and then milan got one goal in the final 46 games right like that's yep. you're 6 million dollar forward you need i mean he had to score 12 to 14 goals in the final 46 and he didn't get that done so we'll see if well, he what, can you ask me what, so what so if you if he walks if he walks in next year and scores 25 to 30 are you happy oh come on you'd block slap shots in the nude to see that happen absolutely you'd be stoked okay i wouldn't i wouldn't want to see that bob yeah well i mean you know what? That's how that's how deep that's how John. That's how deep the passion is. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I have listeners to this show that if it was the seventh game of the Stanley Cup final, they would be prepared to block point shots in the nude to help the Oilers win. That's how much they care about. The, they might have lacked the speed, talent, agility, coordination, toughness, toughness, character, and discipline to have played themselves, but if they were in that position. They blocked shots in the nude to help the Oilers win the cup. That's how much they care about the team here. That's how much they. It's 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 that level of intensity. I'd like to think I understand that. It's just it's a visual I don't want to contemplate. Yeah. Well, it's not just the players that have to oh, learn learn the market. I mean, Todd Never McClellan has done it. Todd McClellan has done a real good job since coming him here in getting to know the market. And getting involved, but there's some other uh, guys that sometimes come in, and it's been a tough go because it well, is. I, what, I mean, I don't mind saying I'd like to hear and see more of Peter. I really would. I'd like to hear and see more of Peter. That's not his mo. That's not the way he works. But I'd like to hear and see more of Peter. Right. I mean, David Poyle in the embryonic stages of uh, when he was GM of the Washington Capitals, 
You used to see them all the time on those old home team sports TV broadcasts, right? Like he'd do, a, he'd do like the second intermission at every every home game. He was he was on there all the time, you know. David David Poyle, whose father was a general manager in this league, commissioner of the Central League. He David Poyle gets it. He still gets it from that perspective and going that extra mile. No, when you when it, when the importance of the general manager's job is not just putting hockey on the ice, but selling tickets and selling right. sales and marketing, then that that's a different. Role. We should not forget David Poyle's father, Bud Poyle, at one time yeah. was the GM of the Edmonton Flyers. Well, well, and how do you think uh, the Philadelphia Flyers got their name? There you go. There you go. John Shannon joining us right now from NHL Hockey and Rogers. John, is there anything wrong with the Washington Capitals having a bit of fun and giving the city of Washington, which could use a little bit of positive energy given the fact that they've got an individual there that, you know... To say the least, uh, seems to rile up people on a daily basis. Uh, is there anything wrong with Alexander Ovechkin and the Capitals letting her rip and having a good time? None whatsoever. None whatsoever. I think that there's a little bit of jealousy in all of us that wishing we could do it. Uh, and that people, you know, we all get a little bit green with envy when people have fun and, uh, and, and go above and beyond. Dare I remind you, Bob, in 1980. And 85 and 87 and 88. What we would have learned if there were social media and video video cameras on our phones, what we would see with those great Oiler teams. Do I need to say more? Um, I'm pleading we're the fifth. About, I mean, you know, listen, we. There, I mean, the Oilers in, in many ways. What's happening now? The Oilers changed that. Yes, so they did. People. Oh, yeah. You know, and the whole the whole trophy for a day came out of the Edmonton days. It was the Oilers that said it was Glenn Sather that said, "Boys, you can eat, it's your trophy. You go spend time with it." And then you know they, they it got to the point where they they started to develop the program because the Oilers demanded it. That's how it started. By the way, John, just as an aside, because we are uh, you know people are texting in here potential trade destinations for Lucic. Arizona has an immense amount of cap space, but because some people would like to go, well, Rick Taki, you know, like they don't, they didn't have a physical presence on their team. They could use a guy like Milan Lucic, but and he does. Hey, he's got the ability to dictate to a certain degree where he's going to go. But what else is going on in Arizona that may prohibit them from taking on some money? I'm not sure they have much cash left. And I think that you know, there's there's cap space and then there's cash space, and 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 quite frankly, I think that John Chaka and Rick Talk could have a challenge that uh, this is a team that's not going to be able to spend in the cap, and be, and and not going to be able to invest in players long term other than their own, and starting with entry level guys. And the other thing with here Arizona, I'm not sure the way they played the last 30, 35 games. You would do that I much? I would want to change anything. I would. Do, I, I I mean, I would I would take my chances with that club right now. And they were pretty good, you know. And and uh, and they're you know Ranta and Kemper finally gave them some goaltending after Ranta got healthy. Uh, and I mean, if, they, if we would just stop hearing about the trading of Oliver Ekman Larson, uh, I mean, they, that's that, that's where the money needs to go, not to bring in Milan Nucci. So they got they got to make sure they re-sign Oliver Ekman Larson to market value for a defenseman of his caliber. Yeah. Well, we'll see uh, if that indeed does uh, get done. What about Carolina? 
Thomas Dundon has come in with sound and fury and wants to spend less. He wants to spend less in the front office. He doesn't, he, 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 at the trade deadline, he did not give anybody permission to go and spend money uh, to acquire people to get to the playoffs. Uh, he, he's not in the, uh, right now, he's not in the world of taking on money. They, they basically did what they did and got close to the playoffs with a 56 to $57 million salary cap exposure. I mean, uh-huh. it, it wasn't very good. There, I just don't see. I, I, I mean, the one that makes the most sense for me, if we're going to talk about this, is Boston. But uh, again, I mean, I, I think Peter's going to have to carry some money on him. Boston? You mean Lutz going back to Boston? Why not? Makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Hmm. Well, I mean, are we talking Bacchus? Like a guy like that? Like. I'm, I'm, they're roughly the same. Bacchus has got a way shorter term. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I said I think Peter would have to carry some money. <laughs> I don't know if Peter would do that. There's, uh, you know, there's that Cam, there's that Cam Neely factor, Peter. Uh, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. There's, hey, listen, well, let, listen. What your foe becomes your friend if you can get rid of to have big contracts. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, to me, it makes to me of all the places that. It might make the most sense, and it might allow Milan Lucic to um, want to go to a place where he liked go, liked to play. There's still a lot in Boston, a lot of people in Boston that like Lucic. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? And there's people texting right now saying, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Have him come back here, prop up his game, and then let's see what happens." Well, Did- well I, and and I think that's where we started this conversation. Yes. And that's what I would suggest. Good stuff. When do you head down to Dallas, John? Wednesday. On the Wednesday. You the will ju- uh, 20th, the 20th. We have uh, Mark Edwards coming up from HockeyProspect.com. A very hardworking, uh, uh, you know, one of those... What, what, oh, I know. I've, I've been listening to those guys for two weeks. I'm getting tired of them. Oh, really? <laughs> Every time I turn on my satellite radio, they're off. Well, uh, he's one of the grinders, and we both appreciate people that grind. John, as always, thank you for your time. Have a great Monday, Bob. You bet. John Shannon. NHL Hockey on Rogers. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse. Nothing says Father's Day. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Like Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. And a reminder, every Wednesday night is date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. I'm going to get to some of your texts when we return. Bob Stauffer with you and Brendan Ulrich on orders now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.55 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Looking for a fun destination this year? Take the kids to Disneyland. See if you still want to spend money in the U.S. Uh, Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Love Americans. 
even the one I sit next to for about 110 days a year. Uh, actually, it's more than that. It's about 160 days a year. Take the kids to Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. Fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now with New West Travel. Your Disneyland California package includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, and five-day attractions pass. For reservations to Disneyland, call the travel experts at New West Travel. 780-432-7446 or book online at newwesttravel.com. Oh, I hate it when people are right. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Uh, Bob, why are you putting Ty Smith uh, on us? Anyone out of Bouchard, Boquist, Hughes, Dobson, Wallstrom, Kachuk, and Kakanami are all better options. Um, well, actually, you know, I, I did say we were going to talk about that. Uh, I, I put a tweet out like uh, 10 days ago or 8 days ago and had my top 8. And in my top 8, uh, now I'm going to have to go check. I mentioned six of those guys in the top eight. So just uh, just for austerity's sake here, uh, I had Dolan ones, Fetchnikov two, Zadina three, Dobson fourth. So that takes care of Dobson. I had Kachuk fifth. Takes care of Kachuk. I had Kotkanami six, Bouchard seventh, and Wallstrom eighth. So the only one I didn't have there was Hughes. I'd have him ninth. I have Smith ahead of Boquist. That's, you know, because I mentioned... I, I just think that Smith, for the purposes of the Edmonton Oilers, given his maturity, his intelligence, I think he's actually underrated offensively. I mean, the guy, put it this way, he didn't have a great U18, nor did Canada. He was the captain. His The, the guys we talked to in Buffalo, they basically spoke of him almost in reverence in terms of his leadership abilities. Okay, Canada didn't play super. The power play was run through a guy named Ryan Merkley not through Ty Smith, who normally plays the right side as a left shot on the power play. 14 goals, 73 points this year. Like he, I think he's... Sometimes you got to find a guy that's a fit. If those other guys... And again, my, my top eight pretty clearly delineates that I got, uh, you know, Dobson, Kachuk, Kakanami, Bouchard, and Wallstrom all gone uh, before the orders. And I probably would have Hughes at nine. So now we're talking Smith-Boquist. So, okay. I like Smith more than Boquist. That's that. And by the way, Boquist has been sliding uh, in the draft. Speaking of the draft, from HockeyProspect.com, Mark Edwards will uh, give us his perspective on things uh, coming up out of the 1 o'clock break after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.